Gosh, I think early on it was like really about the time and trying to balance everything because at first I had no idea you can make money from this world, blogging, influencing. I had no idea that brands would pay me to wear a shirt and set, you know, look good in it. You know what I mean? Like I had no idea that was something that I could do. You're listening to Stuck in the Middle podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs, innovators, artists, and movers and shakers of African descent. Hear stories, ideas, experiences, and advice on breaking the mold. This episode is brought to you by our online store. Visit sitmpodcast.com to shop Stuck in the Middle podcast gear. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> today in the building, um, we have an inspiring woman who does it all with love fashion and style, a fashion, beauty, lifestyle blogger, creative director, and an entrepreneur. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Dana Bowden to Stuck in the Middle. Hey. <laughs> Man, I'm kind of nervous, by the way. It's <laughs> my first time doing it by myself. Oh, I know. You know, my um, co-host and producer is out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we're going to make it work. Cool, yep. Yeah. How you feeling? Feeling good. I mean, it's been a busy weekend, long week for me, but it's I'm feeling good. Feeling good. That's what's up. That's what's up. You're glowing as usual, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, for those who are watching, right, and who don't really know who you are, mm-hmm. yeah, who is Dana? Like, tell the listeners who Dana is. Dana, I mean, I first off, I'm a mom, I'm a wife to my husband of... Five years now. We just celebrated our five-year anniversary. Oh, yep. And my daughter, she just turned four. So first and foremost, I'm a mom and a wife. But outside of both of those amazing roles, I am a entrepreneur, blogger, um, amazing friend, amazing sister, amazing daughter. I have a lot of different titles, but I'm most known for what I do, you know, on Instagram and on my blog, you know, as a blogger and influencer. Mm. Blogger and influencer, mm-hmm. a mom, a sister, uh, a friend, mm-hmm. all of that. I'm pretty sure you know your friends are, um, you know, happy to have you, you know, mm-hmm. around and stuff. Even though you look very busy, which we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, your Instagram though and your website, <laughs> like it's really popping. You know, thank um, you. When I look at your website, I look at mine, so I'm like, shooks. <laughs> how can I get? You know, how can I get to that status? Because everything looks really mapped out. Mm-hmm. Did you do that yourself? So uh, my website, I had a designer, but I worked really closely with her. Like I knew what I wanted. I have a, like, that's the creative director in me is like that eye for what I want as far as like aesthetics and everything. So everything down from my Instagram to my website was very highly curated, but I did have a designer, which, you know, cause I don't know how to build websites. I wish I could, but I'm all about like, you know, having people help you so that everything is top notch. So I, you know, got an amazing designer. Her name is Brandy and she helped me with my website and I worked with some other amazing creatives to help me like just build the imagery, the video that I have, and then everything else just kind of like fell in place for my website. So would you say, you know, collaborate with people is key? Oh my God, yes. I'm all about collaboration. Like that's huge for me with my business. I'm all about collaborating, whether it's with just other women, collaborating with other bloggers. I'm all about it. So it's huge. Let's take it back, right? Because here in mm-hmm. Stuck in the Middle, you know, we like to showcase the movers and shakers in the community. Mm-hmm. You know, um, before you became a mover and a shaker in the community, you know, you had to start from somewhere. Yep. 
let's talk a little bit about your growth. Mm-hmm. You know, your childhood, for example. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, you know, you were raised in Cleveland. You were, were you born and raised in Cleveland? Yep, yeah. born and raised. How was that? It's pretty cold over there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is very cold over there. So, you yeah. know, to come from, you know, Cleveland and, you know, be this fashion and blog influencer and stuff like that, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty deep. So, mm-hmm. you know, take me through that journey. Yeah, so I was born and raised in Cleveland, um, Maple Heights to be exact, little suburb outside of Cleveland. Um, I grew up there with my sister, my mom, and my dad. So um, growing up there, I went to Catholic school, private school, all my life, and I was always into sports and athletics. That was my thing. Like I played basketball all of my life. I, pl- I ran track. So I was all about the sports and I was super, super highly competitive. So, I mean, if you would have asked me, you know, 15, 20 years ago what I would be doing, I thought I'd probably be in the WNBA or something. But um, so I played basketball all my life. I was all about that, like very, very like strict household when it came to like my sports in school. So I did that pretty much. Um, you know, majority of my high school career, and I got a college scholarship. And um, so I graduated from high school and got a college scholarship to University of Buffalo, where I played Division One basketball for four years. So that was like a big part of just growing up is like um, sports, academics, and all of that. So people probably don't know that now, but I was all about my sports back then. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was a tomboy back then. Oh, I, trust me. I, I would. I'd be, I'd be every single boy I played. Even my husband. He won't admit it, but I used to win all the time. <laughs> he going to be so mad when he sees this. But yes, yep. Oh, man, how did you get into fashion, though? Oh, my God. I mean, I've always been into fashion, even in high school, even though I was like different because most girls, they when they play sports, they were all like tomboy, extra tomboyish. But I would be tomboyish on the court. But as soon as I step off a court, I was all about looking cute, too. (laughs) So I've always kind of been into fashion. My mom, I think she instilled that in me at a very early age like she would match my hair bows to my outfits like she was all about like matching and just style so I just automatically had it ingrained in me and I've just kind of always had a net for you know style and looking good and I think like after you know I graduated from college I still kind of still loved fashion and that's when I just decided to go into the career of blogging and all that. You mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. when you were little, you know, the bow and uh, the bow tie or mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Tell me this, right? I'm, and I'm just trying to understand here. Mm-hmm. When women see, you know, little babies, you know, little girl babies yeah. and stuff with that, they go, oh, that's so cute. I'm looking like, okay, uh, I'm trying to figure out what is really, you know, what could be <laughs> about that's so cute. Uh-huh. So please help me, you know, paint that picture. Of just what, looking yeah, good? Yeah, yeah, looking good. Like, <laughs> that kid with the bow and all that, and saying, oh, so cute, like. I mean, for girls, we have to look cute. I mean, especially for, I mean, I have a little daughter. So, you know, maintaining her hair and then as nowadays, it's not as big to have like all of the matching bow ties. Like I don't have, I don't put a lot of that in her hair. She just kind of wears her hair natural and the little puffs and go. But back then when I was younger, like I had the little, it was called B, we called it BB. So like those little balls. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I had like all of the colors in my hair, the barrettes, all of that. So, I mean, I, I liked it. My mom liked it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wear your hair nicely right now. Yep. Is it easy? I mean, is it easy right now for you to just wake up and mm -hmm. just go? Yeah. It's literally, all I did was, like, fluff my hair. But, I mean, a lot of women, it, it takes a while to get to this comfortability with your hair. Um, you know, not all people that are natural are still, like, 100% comfortable with styling and just, you know, doing certain things with their hair. And that's what bloggers and influencers are kind of here for to be that inspiration, that source of a reference to say, this is how you can style it. This is the products you can use. This is what works for me. And I think that's that was a huge part of the leap and the jump in my growth in my platform was kind of sharing my natural hair journey. That was another piece of not only the fashion piece, but sharing my hair and uh, my journey with natural hair. Gotcha. Let me ask you this. Do you have a nine to five job? No, not anymore. Not anymore. Mm -mm. You have one before. Yeah. What was, what was it? So I worked at Under Armour mm -hmm. corporate office. Uh, I worked there for eight years before I decided to just pursue my business with. Eight years. Yeah. So when you left Under Armour, was your business already established? Yeah, I would say. So I, so I've been doing this blogging world for I would say like four years. I started originally, so I had no idea I would be doing this. So that's like the beauty of my journey and my growth is that I didn't know it was going to happen. I had no idea I was going to be an entrepreneur. That was never my goal. I didn't even know this was possible for me, honestly. But, um, you know, the great thing about it is that it just all came organically and natural. So four years ago, I started a platform with one of my friends. It was called Chic Naturalistas. We just started an Instagram because we both decided to go natural at the same time, and we both love fashion. So we're like, hey, let's just start an Instagram page and start you know, sh sharing a source of inspiration for women that also loves natural hair and also love fashion. So the Instagram page did well, so we decided to create a blog and... We had our blog together for like two years. And this past year, we decided to, you know, we both had different goals as far as like what she wanted to do and then what I wanted to do. And, you know, sometimes you just kind of grow. And like we both wanted to share pers more personal things. And, you know, she was she loved like her family in the military and um, traveling and, you know, food and stuff like that. So she had her personal goals and I had my personal goals as well. So we we're just like, girl, you know, let's decide to do our own blog. So this past year, I launched my own blog and this year just kind of like tanking off for me. And that's when I knew it was it was my moment that I need to leave my job. So wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you launched your blog this year? Mm-hmm. You're joking, right? I know, yeah. So everything you've done so far <laughs> is this year? Yeah. Wow. I know. A lot of people are surprised when I say, like, it's been just this year. I mean, I've been around for three years. Like, I started my, when I started to be real serious about Instagram, it was about two years ago that I actually said, okay, put some effort into your Instagram, you know, make your pictures nice and like really curate it. So it's been a good two years that I would say I've been at my craft. Last year was like my like getting started year. Like I'm really figuring this thing out. And then this year I feel it's just kind of like taking off and everything just started to kind of fall into place. So how does one make blogging and fashion, you know, a full gig? <sighs> I mean, it's, it's really about, 
monetizing collaborations with brands, events. I do a lot of different events where brands will, you know, pay me to come out and like host an event or to make an appearance at certain things or do that. So I have multiple streams of income as far as like blogging. But then on the other end, I created a business called Bold and Creative Media, which um, houses all of the creative directing work I do with brands. So it's just for me, I have I've created multiple streams of income. So it's not just one source from blogging per se. It's like different things, which I think is important when you're an entrepreneur to have multiple streams of income. I don't know one millionaire that makes their money off of one thing. You know what I mean? You have to be able to have different, you know, things that you're doing to make money, you know, in this day and age. So that's where I'm at. I mean, like talking about, you know, making, you know, money from different, you know, sources and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's appealing to the ear. Yeah. But how did you actually get there? Yeah. You know, how did you get there? Like, what were the huddles, you know, the struggles? What, mm-hmm. what mountains did you have to move to mm-hmm. get to this point? Gosh, I think early on it was like really about the time and trying to balance everything because at first I had no idea you can make money from this world blogging influencing I had no idea that brands would pay me to wear a shirt and set you know look good in it you know what I mean like I had no idea that was something that I could do but um it was really about the sacrifices in the beginning you know what I mean because you have to be really disciplined and consistent with your efforts and your work because a lot of people they think it's easy. They think it's easy to be a blogger. They think it's easy to look good on the gram, but it's really not. Like the sacrifices, the hard work, like you know, taking the picture, scheduling the time. Like it takes a whole. It takes a whole lot of stuff that a lot of people aren't disciplined to do it, and they fall off. But you have to be consistent. So for me, I was consistently good for like a year. So it's not consistent for two months or consistent for two weeks. It's consistency throughout the whole time. That's when people are starting to notice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's what you do when you're not in front of the cameras and all of that is what brings you to the light in the end. And I feel that, you know, a lot of the stuff I was doing in the back end, whether it's just like really focusing on my blog, really focusing on the content that I'm putting out, you know, helped me get different brand partnerships and different collaborations because it's a lot of people out there. It's a lot of fish to see. So it's like, how are you going to stand out? What is going to set you apart from the next blogger? So for me, it was just like consistently putting out really, really good content and trying to make myself a little different. So, you know, if everyone's here making content, it's like, okay, I got to step my game up and go here. And that is taking like, just that extra time you know what I mean it's like not rushing and putting something out you know what I mean really focusing on editing it and making sure it's like top notch so when you do post it it, it's the best that you know best quality you know what I mean so a lot of that is what it took for me and I got noticed so it's like once I got noticed a few times and it's just kind of started to like roll in and people started to understand and know Dana like Dana has great content and then more brands wanted to work with me so it's just like being consistently good in the beginning is really what helped me get to the point I am now did you have to knock on any doors you know to get opportunities and stuff or it just came to you from consistency um I think it, it, a lot of people do ask me, like, do I pitch or reach out to brands, which I really haven't. I think it just kind of, it did come to me from being consistently good at what I was doing. Yeah. Speaking of consistency, right? 
how can one be consistent? Like, because mm-hmm. for me, uh, sometimes I rush to put stuff out, mm-hmm. you know, on my own personal gram, just yeah. because I feel like it. Yeah. You know, I could actually take the time out to mm-hmm. you know, make my stuff look better, but mm-hmm. sometimes I really don't care much. About yeah. It, yeah. Know, just like putting stuff out. There. Right. <laughs> uh, so how does one really, you know, get to that point where you know they have to, you know, ground themselves and be consistent? It's really discipline. Like you have to really be disciplined about your brand and what you're putting out. Like for me, you know, my Instagram is very highly curated. (laughs) People will look at it and say like, okay, wow, you know, your Instagram is perfect, which I don't, I never think my Instagram is perfect. I always look at them like, oh, there's something wrong with it. But I think just the discipline of saying, you know, and it's with everything. It's not even about or um, Instagram pictures or whatever. It's really whatever you're doing. You have to be disciplined and committed to giving your best. So whether it's showing up at an event or working with a brand or just like the back end work, it's like really being consistently disciplined on being professional and like top notch with whatever you're doing. So um, that's like that's really the key, honestly, is just giving your best, giving 110 percent every single time. And I think a lot of that has to do with. You know, I told you I played basketball back in the day. I was super competitive. And that competitive nature still lives in me because I always want to give my best. Like, no matter what I'm doing, I'm trying to give my best. And I'm not trying to half-ass nothing. Because at the end of the day, what is that going to serve? You know what I mean? You want to, like, if this is your dream and this is something that you really want to do, you have to be committed and be excellent every single time. So. (laughs) What inspires you? Oh, my God. My daughter... My husband, they really inspire me because I, I want to just be that example for my daughter. You know what I mean? Like these, this past month or two, like I was featured in a few magazines and I put it on my Instagram, just like her reaction, opening up a magazine and saying, oh my God, this is my mom. Like, you know what I mean? Even though she's young, she's only four, being able to witness like this is possible you know what I mean? And as she continues to grow and like really, truly understand what I'm doing, because right now she doesn't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but to really fully understand what I'm doing and she's my biggest motivation. I want to be able to make sure she knows that she can do whatever she wants as far as like her passion, her career, her goals, and that she can see herself in mainstream commercials or media and that I, she's represented, you know, being a black girl with natural kinky hair that she can still feel beautiful and still be herself no matter what so that inspires me every single day is because I'm I'm thinking about what's next for her or my future children like what can I leave behind you know what I mean like at the end of the day I can't leave my blog behind so what can I do like I'm still thinking about the next things that I can do for my family to eventually I want my whole family to be taken care of my parents, like my my sister, my husband, obviously my daughter. I want my whole family to be taken care of. So that's my inspiration, and that's what I'm working for. Man, speaking of family, right? <laughs> well, before we even touch family, you know, you may mention about you know being featured in you know a couple of magazines. And mm-hmm. stuff. Just to name a few, you know, you have you know Auburn Freedom, mm-hmm. the Black Hair Magazine, mm-hmm. Essence, yeah, Forbes, yeah, um, and just recently, um, is it Milk? magazine yeah yeah that you posted that yesterday, yesterday. <laughs> you know um when you see stuff like this right how does mm-hmm. that make you feel like what's you know like what goes through your mind it's like 
it's really crazy to see like my pictures and magazines and billboards. Like recently I'm, I'm on a national campaign and I'm like driving down the street and I can see myself on a billboard. It's still like insane to me. Um, so, I mean, I get chills every single time because it's the beauty of it is that I didn't expect it. You know, I didn't know I was going to be here. I didn't know I'd be sitting here with you or people would be interested in my story. And it's, it's just like so humbling. Like I'm so humble when people are, are happy for me or just seeing myself successful in these different, you know, media outlets has just been so rewarding. But it's also mo motivation. Like I said yesterday in my caption of the picture when I posted the milk article, it's like yesterday I was so stressed out. Like I'm like, I got a million things to do. Like what am I doing? Like I have those times where I'm just like frustrated because I have so much going on and I want to produce the best. So that requires so much more for me. Um, but then seeing the features in the magazines and people so excited and the messages, it's like, okay, this is my why. You know what I mean? This is me motivating people and showing them that they can do it too. And it's like, this is my inspiration. And this is, you know, what keeps me going as far as like continuing to push through. Right. Speaking of stress and, you know, mm -hmm. um, continuity and stuff, you're married with mm -hmm. three kids. G Bye. <laughs> no, I have one daughter. One daughter? Nope. Oh, man. Not three. Not yet, at least. <laughs> I was about to say girl bye, but I'm so used to that. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I was looking like girl. Okay. One. You married with a daughter. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> um, you know, speaking of stress, right? Yeah. Um, how does your husband, like, you know, help you through this process? Like, he's very supportive, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, Instagram, you know, you post a lot of pictures of um, family and also your blog, you blog about family. Mm -hmm. It's really, I mean, your blogging is really great because you divided that into three different sections. Yeah. You know, and family is one of them. Mm -hmm. Speak a little bit about the importance of family in your life right now. Yeah, family is like, I told you, that's my inspiration. My husband, my daughter, my mom, my dad, my sister, they are my foundation. That's my team. Um, so they're super important to me, and um, I want to incorporate my family in my brand because that is me. You know, a lot of bloggers, you know, they have their focus on maybe it's just hair that they want to talk about, or maybe it's just fashion that they want to talk about. But for me, I'm about me. You know what I mean? So me consumes my like my family, my business, my fashion, my hair, whatever. That's me. So that's what I like to talk about. And family is a big part of me. So I'm gonna. I love sharing my husband. I love sharing. You know my daughter of course um they're major major parts of my life so i love you know being able to incorporate them into like the overall brand mm -hmm. speaking of daughter where's your manager by the way yeah i was gonna bring her I, that was a sacrifice i'm like okay because i don't know she would have been running around this whole place so i left her with my husband at home yeah i know i mean earlier you mentioned about you know what you're trying to teach your daughter right mm-hmm just for the purpose of, you know, this live recording right now, could you please repeat the me I mean the message you're trying to instill in your daughter? Just about 
you know, knowing that she can achieve anything she wants to do. You know what I mean? Like, growing up for me, I didn't know this was possible. You know what I mean? I didn't know I could be on a billboard. I didn't know I can be on a magazine. Like, anything like that, I didn't know. And I want her to have no limitations as far as what she wants to do and her goals and her dreams. You know, like, growing up, I love my parents, but they didn't teach entrepreneurship. You know what I mean? It was just really about going to school, graduating, getting a good job, like that was the goal, that was the dream, you know what I mean? So, but for her, I want her to know that she can be the president if she wants. She, I mean, we need her. She'd probably be better than the president we have. Um, but she can do whatever she wants, and I really want her to be confident. I want her to be a boss. Like, I want her to be able to take care of me one day. So it's just really instilling in her the confidence that she's beautiful, you know, the confidence that she can, she's strong, she can do whatever she wants as far as her goals, her business. So those are the main things. And I tell her every day how beautiful she is and how smart she is, how tall she is. I want her to just know how confident she is and how she can achieve everything that she put her mind to. The pro, I mean, here, um, here on Stuck in the Middle, right, mm-hmm. um, one of our goals is to, is to highlight the movies of Shakers and Kareem, as I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And also um, from an African standpoint or African descent, Mm-hmm. Have to say, mm-hmm. you know, our parents, you know, they believe in, you know, what well, we have three things, you know, to look up, you know, for us to be either a lawyer, a doctor, mm-hmm. an engineer, or, well, let me include a pharmacist, mm-hmm. or a disgraced family. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, <laughs> I'm not sure, you know, if, you know, you had to go through that growing up, but that's our reality, mm-hmm. you know. Um, now that you have your daughter, right, and I know you mentioned that, you know, you want to be anything, you know, mm-hmm. she could be. Mm-hmm. Um, if there is actually, if there was actually one thing, or if if there is one thing, you know, you want her to be, what would that be? An entrepreneur, for An sure. Entrepreneur. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Wow. This light, I mean... I just, I'm, maybe because it's, it's what I'm doing right now, and I'm so happy, and I'm like, man, I can't imagine, like, working. Like, not working, but, like, not working on my dream, so, but that's, I don't know, like, that's that's my opinion, but she may grow up and want to be a doctor, and I'll completely support her, because we need doctors, you know what I mean? So it's whatever her goal is, but if I had to choose, obviously, because I'm an entrepreneur, I would say, hey, be an entrepreneur, but, you know, I won't be, I won't stress her about it, you know what I mean? It would be, honestly, whatever she's passionate about and whatever she wants to do, but honestly, right now, I'm so happy being an entrepreneur and doing my own thing, because I've been in the corporate world for you know eight plus years and I know what that life is and I thought that's that was my dream and my goal like I I wanted to be like this executive and I thought that's what I wanted but once I really found my true passion I knew like okay this is what I really want this is what I'm passionate about and I'm so happy that I made that switch over to you know what I'm doing now but honestly like I said it would honestly be whatever she wanted to be but if you know if I had my way I would say hey you know do you know start your own business or you know run your own company or do something like that but yeah do you think education is key in everything I think so yeah, absolutely. I want her to go to school. She'll definitely go to college. I have her college fund saved up, but hopefully she gets a scholarship like I did. <laughs> you know, then I'll have to pay the money. But I do think, I think education is key. I think it, um, 
you know, it just kind of elevates you um, to have that extra education. So I definitely want her to go to school and to be, you know, educated, even though it's expensive and people say, oh, you know, you don't really need it. But I still feel that education is important. Right. We post the best, the best version of ourselves online. Mm-hmm. People do. Yeah. Um, has it, I mean, has there ever been a moment in time where, you know, you posted a picture and you felt embarrassed about it? The point mm, I've never I've never I know a lot of bloggers like post and delete things but I don't say anything that I'm embarrassed about because honestly like my Instagram I is highly curated as far as like editing and like nice images but you know I'm mo- my most self on Instagram stories like I show myself without makeup you know what I mean not perfect just waking up laying in my bed like you know what I mean like I I'm still at the end of the day human so I know a lot of people they try to like filter themselves as far as like not putting too much on Instagram stories or Snapchat or things like that but I still like I still show my true self. So when people meet me, they know what to expect. Like, if you follow me on Insta stories at the very least, when you meet me, you'll know how I act because I'm the exact same person. You can ask anybody that meet me, you know, you can ask my friend Vondra over there. Like, she she would attest that, like, I'm the same person, like, on and offline. I'm genuine. I'm, you know, I'm just cool. I'm laid back. You know, I'm pretty much the same. But as far as, like... Posting your best self. I think on Instagram, for sure, it's highly curated. It looks good. It's pretty. But then you get the unfiltered versions on the Snapchat, Instagram stories, which I'm all about. Like, I I know a lot of people don't like to share a lot of stuff, or some bloggers do, but I think it's important. I think it's important for your audience to know you. You know what I mean? Like, even on my Instagram, like, even though it looks good, it's still me. Like, I'll still, like, post my family. I'll still post what I'm doing. Like, even though it's, like, curated, you can still get a sense of my spirit and who I am through my Instagram page and my blog. Speaking of, you know, makeup and all that, mm-hmm. um, I have this thing, right, <laughs> about makeup. Oh, gosh. You know, um, oh, man, how can I what? say this without somebody biting me? You don't like makeup? I mean, it, makeup is cool. Okay. You know, it's, it's, it's what, you know, most, I mean, women like to wear it. Mm-hmm. Women love it. But, yeah. Um, these days, you know, with all the Instagram models, mm-hmm. and, you know, young ladies, you know, young women actually follow, you know, following the footsteps of those Instagram models. Yeah. You know, it took the makeup thing to a whole new height. Oh, yeah. You know, um, literally, you could peel off the makeup of a woman's face. Yeah. Some of them. <laughs> but, um, what is that? Like, why did some women do that? I don't know if you can answer this question, but mm-hmm. I'm ask anyway. Why do some women feel the need to actually apply so much makeup? I mean, I think it's personal preference, you know? Like, I think it's just... Makeup is huge these days. Like, people like to look beat. They like to have their face perfect. And even with social media, it's like that age of, like, looking perfect. Um, but So, I mean, a lot of women just like it. And that's, like, their thing, you know what I mean? Like, just like you like this podcast or you like sports, like, they like makeup. So it's like... I don't I don't appreciate or like when men just like bash women for like wearing makeup because that's their thing, you know? Like if they want a cake on their face, let them have it, you know what I mean? But like I don't know. I think so, that's just So would a woman be mad, for example, if mm-hmm. let's say I'm a, I go to the club today I mean later today, right? Uh-huh. And I you know, I see this dashing woman. Yep, I do like, <laughs> like perfect. Yep. You know, um let's just say for example, mm-hmm. you know, 
lights come on. Right, and then and the I'm makeup. Like, uh, script. Hold up, time out. Nah, uh-huh. this is not the person I was seeing in the dark. So, you know, I slowly back off mm-hmm. and stuff. Was she, like, I don't expect her to be mad. Yeah. Am I wrong for that? No, you're not wrong. I don't think you're wrong. So, why would a woman be mad if that happens? I mean... She, her feelings will be hurt, obviously, because obviously you don't like her natural, or you don't like what she naturally looks like, and you like all, you like what she looked with the makeup on. So obviously her feelings would be hurt, but to her she can't be mad because that's what she portrayed to you. You know what I mean? Like for you guys, men, you don't have much to hide behind. You know what I mean? You are what you are. Like you don't have makeup, you can't really change your look like we can. Um, so I could see where she would be. You know, she'll be sad, but. I don't know. I, 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 I understand. <laughs> I understand both ends. You know what I mean? Like, I can understand how guys are like, I want to see what you really look like. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why you got to wipe all the makeup off. But as a woman, you know, some women like to wear a lot of makeup. I don't know. Like, it makes us feel pretty. I guess. <laughs> and I'm not bashing in a woman, by the way. Yeah. No, but I get, I get what you mean as far as, like, you want to see what you really are, what right. you really look right. like, right. you know, what you're getting into, yeah. you know. It's just hard these days because a lot of women like to wear like I mean I like to wear makeup, but I don't feel like makeup really changes too much of what I look like without it, you know. Well, I mean not you, but for some people, <laughs> like, you know, selling a false dream. You know, yeah. It's, it's you see this person and they wake up in the morning and it's another person. So mm-hmm. How did somebody you know just switch overnight? Yeah, that's hard. And I'm just talking about. Yeah, no, I feel you. That's hard. I, that's why I'm glad I'm married. I don't got to deal with that. <laughs> My husband, he liked me with or without makeup. I'm just, I'm good, but I, I get it. I get it. It's hard. Man, it's for better or for worse, so you yeah. don't got a choice. Well, he liked me before the makeup. That's the good thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Man, let's switch, let's switch topics a little bit. Let's get to something, you know, trending. Mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein. And this question is for my brother, by the way. Okay. He told me I have to ask you this. Oh, so gosh. I'm definitely just going to read it directly. Uh, so he said, how, uh, Harvey Weinstein flooded the news with, you know, grouping and sexual assault. And many more women are coming forth with, you know, stories, you know, mm-hmm. about, you know, the whole sexual thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on sexual assault and how can society grow from it? On sexual assault? Yeah, you know, being that, you know, you work yeah. with different brands and all that, mm-hmm. you know, um, Let's just say, for example, you know, um, a company approached you, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they wanted you to, you know, rep them, you know, wear the products and all that. Mm-hmm. And you have this idea, like, you know, this guy here, like, approaches you the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, how, I mean, what would that make you feel? And, you know, how would you deal with that? Um, I've never had to deal with sexual assault, and I feel so bad for women who have. Um, so... I haven't been put in a situation like that, but I definitely will address the situation. It's like some women, they are embarrassed to come forward. And, you know, you have things happening like 20 years later and, you know, admitting like, hey, this happened to me or whatever the case may be. But for me, I'm all about straightforwardness and I'll approach the situation. And, um, you know, but again, I've never been in the situation, so I never know like how I would feel if that was to happen. But I always try to like protect myself Um and, you know, reach out to, and talk to somebody about it so that it won't happen to someone else again, so. Your, um, the very first thing you see, you know, when you get into your website is mm-hmm. love, passion, and um, I 
style. What are you? I mean, what's the message you're trying to convey? You know, your followers, your leaders, mm-hmm. and you know, people who, you know, in the future you want them to reach above or follow you. Yeah. So my motto is to do all things with love, passion, and style. And that just came about like when I was, you know, rebranding and thinking about launching my my blog. I was like, what is it that encompasses me? Like, what am I about? Like, if somebody, if I had to, like, you know, have that one phrase or one thing that would say, okay, this is what Dana's about. That is what it's about. And I I do all things with love, passion, and style. And love is like the aspect of family for me. It's like my husband, my daughter, my family, like, you know, doing things with love and like being, you know, just an overall good person and having that spirit. So like the love piece came in. And then the passion piece is just really being aggressive about like your goals and achieving it. So being passionate about it. Um, going the extra mile, like all of that, just being really, really passionate about whatever it is that you're doing. And then the style, obviously it's the fashion piece, but not, it's more than just the fashion, it's the grace. So style for me is more, I would say, grace. So being graceful, being, you know, humble, you know, being um, just like, just being very humble with whatever you're doing and having that grace. So love, passion, style is what consumes or consists of me and my brand. So, and I would encourage other women to, you know, do all things, whatever it is that they're doing to do it with love, passion, and style. Ladies, love, passion, style. (laughs) You heard it from Dana. Recently, uh, recently, you know, while I was researching for this episode, Mm -hmm. And I normally ask, you know, a couple of friends, you know, hey, is there something you want me to ask, you know, I guess. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends said, um, dude, I don't, these days I don't understand, you know, men wear, you know, two-piece suit with sneakers. Like, that don't make sense to me. <laughs> and that came from the picture, you know, the, the shoot you have with your husband. Okay. Yeah. So I said, hey, man, it's a matter of preference. You okay. Know, somebody feels comfortable dressed, you know, dressed up like that. With the suit. Yeah. With the suit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, my first question is, do you ever style your husband? No. <laughs> well, this is funny because I have my opinions on his style mm-hmm. and I was just talking to him about his style the other week because we went on vacation I'm like you need to wear you need to have this but he has his own personal style in which he may have his opinions about my style like sometimes he'll give me feedback like no nah, that's that's lame or you know this or that and he'll give me feedback and I'll give him feedback but at, we're best of friends so we're like completely like brutally honest if it's one person I can count on it's my husband to like humble me even when I think I'm like really cute or I'm like oh what you think of this picture I'm about to post it he'll say no I don't like it you know what I mean so um I don't I don't style him per se because he doesn't like when I style him he thinks I would style him too preppy and he's like more like chill and lay back um so I don't style him but I do have my opinions (laughs) on what he uh wears sometimes which he doesn't you know like my opinions but (laughs) um I don't think so. Not real offense. Like, I could grill him. I can roast him so bad. And I think that's the beauty of our relationship is that, you know, we can be honest with each other and we don't get, like, mad. Like, I would get mad at him if he say he didn't like this shirt. I'm like, whatever. I like it. You know, but it, it's never to a point where, like, we're, like, really, really mad. Okay. It's just, like, you know, it's cool. It's, right. like, it's like 
you know, best friends. You can be honest with each other. You can laugh about it at the end of the day. So. So, oh gosh. So ask you a couple of questions. Um, mm-hmm. Don't think too hard. <laughs> you know, uh, brief. You know, mm-hmm. one word if you can. Okay, and one then, word. Yeah, one word. Okay. All right. You ready? You ready? I think so. Don't think too hard. Yeah. All right. Best place to shoot. To what? To shoot. Oh, downtown. Downtown. I know you said where. I like, like, oh, you said one word. You said one word, so I have to say downtown. Downtown? Okay, mm-hmm. I'll take downtown. I like, I like city aspects of shoots, but I'm also trying to get into a point where I'm getting more creative with where I'm shooting, mm-hmm. where it, like, will tell a story. So I'm really working on that aspect of my, my photos. Gosh. But for right now, if a photographer reaches out, I'm like, oh, let's just go downtown, and then we'll explore from there. Because I'm not from Baltimore, so I don't know the area that well. Even though I've been here for, like, seven years, I'm still, like, I don't know the area that well. It's so sad. I don't blame you. If I don't have business in Baltimore, yeah. I'm going to catch me going to Yeah. The city is scary to me. Is it? Yeah, it is. It's scary. It's, it's, it's actually a really nice city, though. Like, the harbor. Because mm-hmm. I worked in Baltimore. That's where... Well, I used to work, you know, Under Armour, but um, it's. I think it gets a bad rap. It really does. It's not that bad. <laughs> you don't look of it. It's not that bad. It really isn't. Like if you stay in like the nice areas, the harbor, it's not that bad. Obviously, but every city has their hood though. Like that's what I don't. Really, I mean, I guess because I'm from Cleveland, so I'm like. Yeah. Every city has a bad <laughs> spot, so I'm pretty tough. But I think Baltimore is nice. I like the harbor, so that's the best place to shoot for me, and I get a lot of good content downtown Baltimore. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever you know DC, <laughs> hey, go to Bebo, you know visit the harbor. Yes, it's yeah. nice. It really is. Yeah. Good food too. Good food. But don't ask me where the best best place to eat because I don't know. I eat all over the place. Okay, next <laughs> next question. <laughs> Favorite designer. <laughs> God, this is hard. See, okay, so I'm going to be all the way real with you. I don't wear designer stuff, so I can't even say my favorite because I don't wear anything designer. I like Zara, you know, that's my favorite store to shop. Like, I don't have a lot of designer stuff. Maybe one day when I'm balling, I can can wear a lot of designer. What do you say when you're balling? Like, at what point would you say you're balling? I don't know when I'm, I don't know, millions. I think that's when I'm balling, it's millions. <laughs> that's what I'll be balling, millions. But I do, like, I really admire Elise Walker. She's, uh, oh, God, I guess, I don't know, you probably wouldn't know. She's not, like, you know, a major, major designer, but I really like her work. You Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like everything that's on her website. But okay, next. <laughs> Favorite accessory? Hmm. Chokers. Necklaces. That's like my thing. I'm always I always have like a choker or something simple right off. Why do they call it that? A choker cuz it chokes your neck. Like it's tight. It's not like a long necklace. It's like choker. Okay. But that's my thing. That's my favorite. I always have to have one. 
Mm-hmm. Next question. Uh, <laughs> favorite shoe. Favorite shoe? Favorite shoe? Mm-hmm. Like favorite shoe brand or? Boots. Oh, boots. boots. Yeah, booties. Wow. I love boots, especially like fall time. You could catch. I have so many boots. It's ridiculous. So That's just my thing. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Favorite place you've been so far? Hmm. I would have to say Bahamas. Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's your? I mean, what's your favorite place you haven't been? I mean, a place you want to be that you haven't been yet? Oh God, everywhere. I want to go. I know. I want to travel the world, honestly. And I mean, this year, this past year has been the first time I can really travel, you know, as far as like my financial situation, because I'm doing my own thing and like not being able to or not working. I'm able to travel more. Like I've been traveling to so many different places. Like I'm, I feel like I'm a different place every week. And that's been the case the past few months. But um I, I want to go. I really want to go to Turks and Caicos. I really want to go to... Um, Egypt one day. I really want to go to. I want to go everywhere. God, it's so. I want to go to Cuba. So many different places is on my list. Why Egypt? I don't know. I just. I just want to. I just want to go. Seems. Yeah. Okay. Literally, I want to go everywhere. I want to be able to experience every country. So. Who inspires you? Who inspires me? Um, my family. No. I'm not. Of course, but in terms of like, let's just say, oh, tra- oh, travel, yeah, so like that. Oprah, Oprah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, so. she's just a boss. She's a boss, yeah. I just and someone told me a few weeks ago, they're like, you have the spirit and the potential of Oprah. Somebody told me that, and I was just like, whoa, I was blown away when he told me that. But I mean, just to get to that type of level is like, I'm so inspired by her and what she's doing and maybe one day I can be just as big as Oprah. Okay. Okay. Well, since you are stuck in the middle, mm-hmm. let me open your mind up a little bit, right? Ask you a couple a couple questions that you probably didn't see coming. Do you listen to Afrobeats or do you even know what Afrobeats nope. is? No. Mm-mm. Do you listen to any African music? Mm-mm. Barely. Wow. Unless I'm like traveling and I'm like listening to it. But I don't I don't like reach for it so are you interested in? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Tell well, me a good. Tell me something good, and I can start with this. Okay. This is um, Reflex CD? album. Yeah, CD. Who's well, doing CDs? Okay. Well, man, just give me a CD. <laughs> you could go on. You. You, you gotta go give. You gotta Spotify. give me a link. You gotta give me a link to SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. I don't even have a CD player. You don't. No. Oh well. Well, I'm trying to I think of this one of in my car. Is it on SoundCloud? It's on, no, um, Spotify and okay. um, I love Apple Spotify. Music. Okay, perfect. So that's all I need. I love Spotify. Apple. Well, you can keep this. This is actually my producer's album. Oh, okay. Um, that's my brother, by the way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to this. This is your brother? Yeah, that's my brother. Okay. Yeah, he, um, yeah the, the, the guy that's out of town. Uh, he missed out. He was super excited, you know, about this I'm episode, so by mad. the way. You know, um, <laughs> hopefully he come back. Hopefully. I will, I will. Yeah. You should definitely, you should definitely come back as you know the bag keeps getting bigger and bigger. I hope so. You let know, us come, let us pray. Come inspire, yeah. You know the listeners, you know stories, you know inspire them because you know people 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 are always you know looking out for inspiration, you mm-hmm. know, um, trying to learn how other people did, you know did something or mm-hmm. are doing things in the community and stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
Um, for that, you know, young girl or boy, you know, who wants to venture into fashion, you know, mm-hmm. lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. you know, blogging, entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. what advice do you have for them? Um, I would just definitely say go for it, but you have to be passionate about it. You know, a lot of people in this age, they want to, when they see other people successful, they're like, oh, that looks easy. Let me try to do it. But they're not even really passionate about it. So people will be able to see through what they're doing. So if it's something that they're really passionate about, like they're passionate about fashion, they're passionate about like blogging or, you know, whatever it's, I would definitely say go for it and go after it aggressively and hard and, you know, put that passion into it. Cause then it will show through in all of the work that they do and everything that they put out. So. What's your definition of success? Happiness. Happiness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I want to be happy. You know, it's not even about, you know, having a big bag of money. You know what I mean? It's not really about that. It's about, you know, really being happy with what I'm doing, really being happy with myself personally, you know, my family, my business. You know what I mean? If it's if I'm not even making that much money, but if I'm happy, I feel that I'm successful. So um, happiness equates success. And right now I'm the happiest I've been in a long time, you know, being able to pursue my passion. So I feel that I'm so successful successful right now happiness <laughs> everybody be happy you know yes. that's that, that that's key to a better tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah um what's in store for you for the next let's say five years or dating in five years oh my god i mean i can see it i don't want to i have things that i want to do um and it's bigger than just like blogging i feel like i probably won't be blogging that long um Cause I want to do some other stuff. Like mm. I want to really get into some other stuff. We'll, like we'll, well, I want to have my own company. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's in the works, but that's still like in the, the ground stages of like what I want to eventually have. Then I have my, I have my company, which is bold and creative media, which I want to continue to like build out. Um, so I can see that growing a different business venture that I'm thinking about getting into and then just um, continuing to grow my platform as far as just, like, being a source of inspiration to women and showing them that they could do whatever, you know, they put their mind to. So that, that's me in five years. I can, I, can see, I can see me doing so many different things. It's so crazy. Because, like, if you would have asked me this question five years ago, I wouldn't even think I'd be sitting here. You know what I mean? That's so right. I don't like to, like, put a limit on myself. I just want to kind of go and see, like, where God takes me and see where I end up in five years. So I'm very open and I'm very aspirational to see everything kind of unfolds. That's dope. Uh, let me go rogue here for a sec, right? And, <laughs> and ask you this question because, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, uh, I could sit and see, like, watch a YouTube video, for example, yeah. or see somebody's Instagram and they have so many followers. Yeah. I'm like, how can this person have 100,000 followers? Like, yeah. it's just so 100,000 people just hit follow. Right. This Isn't is that crazy? Insane. It's crazy. I mean, I think about that too. Like, even when I, I don't have that many followers. Mm -hmm. Forty three to me. K. Forty three thousand. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know when I compare myself, which I shouldn't, but when I look at other bloggers that have a hundred or even a million million followers, it's like wow. You know, I can't even imagine. But even just you know earlier, I was like, wow, I have forty thousand people, you know, following me. That's like that's still a lot. 
But in the bigger scheme of things, I feel like it's it's not that much. But and that's real followers. You didn't have to buy followers. Yeah, nothing no. like that. And that's, that's like I hate. I, I mean, I really. And if it's one thing that I just that burns me up is when people like try to take shortcuts because it's not really going to get you anywhere. Right. You know, people buying followers or buying likes or anything like that. It's just like it's pointless. And a, a lot of bloggers are doing it, and it's just like it's not worth it. But yeah, forty thousand people. Mm. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say, because and don't take this the wrong way. Okay. Because it's not. I mean, I don't mean it the way it might sound. Okay. Yeah, I want to say it's because <clears throat> you're a woman. That's mm-hmm. why you have so much, you know, followers. Mm-hmm. Is it wrong for me to say that? Um. No, that doesn't make sense. It does not. No. Let me let me tell you why. I mean, there's For men example. out here that has a th- hundred thousand well, followers. Like, like um, celebrities, like. Tom. No, there's yeah. men out here that's Name, doing. Give me two. What I mean, I know male bloggers that are doing what I'm doing, and they have fifty, a hundred followers. Thousand. Mm, I gotta go. I gotta go. It's it's. I don't think gender has anything to do with it. I think it's about the content and the value. If you're offering somebody good content and good value, Mm -hmm. then they're going to want to follow you, point blank. If someone goes to your page and they're like, okay, she has or he has good content, I like it. Because I follow some men that I just like their content. And it's like, oh, okay, he's, he's dope. Let me follow him. So I think that's what it's about. It's about offering somebody good quality content that they're going to want to follow you and that's how you grow fast like the moment I start to be intentional about my Instagram feed and my images and when my is where my followers gain like fast gotcha so within two years my followers grew to where it is now 40,000 you know so I think it's about really the value add that people are going to get what am I going to get from you and that's what I think about every day when I do, you know, create content. It's like, what am I giving? Like, why are people going to follow me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do they want to see great, high-quality images? Great. That, that's what they're, they're going to be entertained every day? Great. Like, are they going to look forward to my posts every day? Great. Like, you want people to, like, really find value in your content. Value. Yeah. Keyword. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Time is, you know, against us, but I guess I could ask you just one last question. <laughs> um, Kind of lost my train of thought right there. But anyways, um, thank you for coming, you know, um, on Stuck in the Middle. Thank you. Know, you. I'm sure you had so Fun. much to do today, you know, but you created a time for this, you know, platform. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully, you know, as you keep, you know, growing and stuff, you know, you're going to come back so we could, you know, talk some Absolutely. more. Absolutely. I would yeah. love to. And then we have your brother and then Definitely. we'll really have you know, fun yeah, too. Yeah, 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 because, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's super, you know, excited about <laughs> stuff, so... His questions just come fast. Really? Like, yeah, back to back to back to back. <laughs> uh, he overwhelms me. Really? Not, yeah. So. so do he usually ask the most questions? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you. He asks the most questions. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like he even <laughs> sees through my brain. Like he literally just picks, you know, stuff out of my brain and asks. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so, funny. Yeah, it would have pretty, you know, would have been pretty dope if he was on. You know, yeah. not to say this is not great, you know, but. The you know, next uh, time. Yeah, next this time. is good. The next time, though. Yeah. Did you so, ask all your rapid fire questions? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, I didn't have too many. Okay, you know, cool. I, didn't I, really I was nervous. Go I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I didn't want to go deep, you know. Um, it's not my style. Okay, so, yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, um, ladies and gentlemen, you know, you've been watching Stuck in the Middle podcast. Don't forget to review us on, you know, all social platforms. And also, please, 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 please do subscribe to our YouTube channel at SITM Podcast. Um, 
visit our website, www.sitmpodcast.com, for, you know, recent videos, um, online store, uh, blogs. Um, also, you know, feel free to, you know, share, like, um, um, refer, you know, people to come on the show. Um, next week, we're going to be talking to uh, Lasper Jr. I'm about to butcher his last name. Aka <laughs> Mike. You know, he's the founder and CEO of um, Kedu TV and Jumbo Digitals. Um, again, thank you for coming on. Cool. Um, thank you. Thank you for having me and everyone out there. Make sure you follow me too. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> so I can get to 50,000 followers. Oh, um, How can people reach you, by the way? Yeah, so follow me on Instagram at Dana Bolden. So that's D A Y N A B O L D E N. And then on my website, danabolden.com. So everything is Dana Bolden across social. So you can keep up with me there. Man, y'all need to go check our website. Kid you not. If you're not <laughs> impressed, if you're not impressed, you know, just unsubscribe from. I'm just I'm kidding, <laughs> You're going to be really impressed. You Thank know, it's, you. It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely neat. It's very, very neat. Um, you should also check out, you know, last week we, last week we had, um, we had um, um, Hari mm-hmm. Ondua. Mm-hmm. He's also, you know, a blogger, you know, oh, a cool. male, you know, male blogger and stuff. He used to. Was, what was his followers? His followers? I'm yeah. not sure. I oh, forget. Okay. I was going to say, because yeah. you're saying males can't have I'm not sure. a lot of followers. Well, I'm sure a, he does. He's a male. I wasn't digging too deep like that. So, <laughs> you know, uh. <laughs> Are all these people you guys interview local? Like yeah. in, this yeah, in this area? That's yeah. cool. How Pretty do you find yeah. these people? It's a, lot, it's a lot of research. Really? You know, yeah. How'd you find me? Social media. Social media? Social media, yeah. Okay. That's um, cool. I don't know. You just popped up. Yeah. Good. That means I'm doing something good. Yeah, definitely. Popping up. Yeah. Okay. Your followers are, you know, very extensive. When I click on one, you know, you pop up probably like five times. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, you've been listening to Stuck in the Middle. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for watching. Thank See you. you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Stuck in the Middle podcast. You can email us at stuckinthemiddle237 at gmail.com. Stay connected with us on social media at SITM Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And visit us on the web at SITMPodcast.com.